Welcome to the audio podcast, the weekly sermon of the First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. We continue our multi-access worship both online and our recently renovated sanctuary. Sunday morning service is in person at 11 a.m. and we are live on firstchurchbrooklyn.org as well as the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Now, this week's message. Well, good morning once again, First Church. My name is Rebecca Stevens-Walter. I'm the Minister for Intergenerational Culture and Children, Youth, and Families. My pronouns are she, her. If you've ever seen me preach, you know that this is not my comfort zone up here in the pulpit. I don't typically preach in the pulpit. Um, and there are lots of reasons for that. One is that I don't um, particularly like it. I'm just much more comfortable down on the floor, but as uh, like kind of with people, um, and also I'm also much more comfortable moving around and interacting. Uh, but as a discipline, uh, I am preaching from the pulpit today one year exactly from the last time I preached in this pulpit. So last Mother's Day, I came to First Church and preached a word and, from the pulpit. And for me, it felt really important today to preach from this place that has such meaning to a lot of people on a day that has a lot of meaning for a lot of people. So I want to say thank you. Last year, um, we had a senior pastor that I thanked for having me in this pulpit, but today it's you all. Thank you all for having me in this pulpit today. It is a privilege and an honor And particularly on a day like today, for me as a mother, uh, it means a lot to me that I get to share a word with you today. So thank you. And um, I want to say a couple of things. I'm going to be talking about my experiences as a mother today. I do three types of mothering in my life. Uh, I'm a biological mother. I have two children. I am a foster mother. And I'm a church mother, and that has many definitions, but nonetheless, uh, I'm a church mother. Throughout my sermon today, I'm going to be relating my experiences to a metaphor. It's not a sermon about how great mothers are. This is a sermon about how hard but necessary it is to care for each other as an act of mothering. All of us mothering. Because if Jesus can call themselves a hen who gathers chicks, one of the many gender queer passages in the Bible, then we can queer the conversation about who mothers, who mothers are, and how mothers care for community. You're invited to pray with me. Mother God, who wants nothing but to care for us, may these words be of your will. May they be heard with open ears and open hearts. I pray in Jesus' name, and we all pray in many names. Amen.
So, if Jesus gathers and takes care of their chicks, their brood, then we, as Jesus' body, like Paul said, take care of those in particular need. Paul said, we, the church, are the body of Christ. And we don't necessarily take care of people only out there, you know, outside of these walls, although that's really important. But we take care of each other here, even in this moment in worship. Those in particular need can very well just be us in this moment. No one is immune to needing care. It's not to say that we're being insular, but rather that there be a culture here of taking care of each other. That this building and this space, even our system of leadership and governance, are places where people can expect, and dare I say can be promised, care. Because we, as the anatomy of Jesus' body, are called to keep promises, just like Jesus did. Now, in my experience as a mother, all three of the types of mothering that I do, I have found that the first beginnings, the first years of motherhood, are, it, it's a very physical job. It can be physically painful and physically exhausting. One of the hardest things about giving birth for me was that I felt I didn't have any time for my own body. I couldn't heal. I couldn't rest. Because I was taking care of this other human being. Mothering can quite literally break a body. I dislocated two of my ribs being pregnant. And it took a long time to heal from that. But over time, mothering becomes less physical often and more emotional. I work closely with a particular teenager and I've noticed how emotional that type of mothering is. And when I start to think about this church and our developmental stage, I think about it this way. Come with me on this, if you will. So 200 years ago, the founders of this church birthed a body. The, the church, capital C, is a little over 2,000 years old. Now, 200 is one-tenth of 2,000. So in the lineage of the capital C church, first church is like a preteen. Does that ring? And we can play that out, right? The very difficult physical work of building this church, it happened. People built this church with their bodies, right? 
And even though there's still some physical labor involved, the backbreaking birth of this church happened already. We've been through toddler years, lots of learning, and we've been through some challenges in early childhood, lots of learning, and now we're entering adolescence. Oh my goodness. Friends, Jesus challenged his parents and elders as an adolescent because he was honing his identity and power. He was pushing boundaries as an adolescent in part so he could grow into the Messiah that fed and healed and liberated thousands. So this is exciting. We as the body of Christ gathering each other to venture into a new era is a grand opportunity. We have a long life ahead of us, and I would guess that the work we have yet to do might be more about self-discovery than anything else. It's emotional work. A recent piece on mothering by Jesse Klein states, the truth is that motherhood is a hero's journey. For most, it's not a journey outward to the most fantastic and farthest flung places, but inward, downward, to the deepest parts of your strength, to the innermost buried core of everything you are made of, but didn't know was there. So here we are. A body, a body on a journey to discover what we don't know yet, what is in the deepest parts of our collective soul. Something disturbing about motherhood that I didn't expect to be so prevalent is that no matter how many parenting books you read, no matter how well you know your children, there's always someone there who's going to tell you that you're doing it wrong. In my experience, the world doesn't accept radical care or justice. So when I'm letting my, cry, my child cry in public, choir got to see some of that this morning, or when I'm listening to my child before giving them advice, the world thinks I'm being soft, and the world will seek to stamp that out really quickly. There's plenty of rhetoric that children and parents need to toughen up. And I really think it's the opposite. I think we need to be softer and gentler. As nurturers in a harsh world, it doesn't help anyone to continue to be harsh with each other. So as the body of Christ gathering our chicks, we too can be gentle with each other 
listen to each other. We can give space for that emotion. We can be generous with our time and our resources. And the world will tell us that we're doing it wrong. The world will tell us that we're being soft and short-sighted and maybe even cavalier. But I promise you, the key to the long game of parenting in community for a liberated world is soft. The first Mother's Day was organized by a woman named Julia Ward Howe. And it was a protest. It was a protest against war and the sacrifice that mothers make when they send their children off to war. Now we know how the world treats people who are seeking justice. A radical approach to care will get us marked as snowflakes and silly dreamers. But it's the silly dreamers and the snowflakes that change the world. One of the hardest lessons that I'm learning as a parent is that I have a lot of growing to do too. We don't stop growing when we grow up. And in fact, we shouldn't. But if we are taking care of each other in community, our growth can happen simultaneously. My children have often uncovered unknown areas for me in which I needed to grow. Long bouts of screaming, lack of sleep, a loss of body autonomy were all aspects of being a mother that activated my trauma responses and thus showed me that I had healing and growing to do. Now I am tasked with growing from the traumas that leave me vulnerable to triggers while at the same time nurturing my child's growth. It's hard work to do both. But I'm working to directly address those traumas so that I don't punish my children inadvertently for something that they didn't cause. So how does this look as the body of Christ? Gathering its chicks. Well, it can quite literally mean that I would maybe leave my therapy session and go escort someone else to their therapy session. It might mean that when someone is finished meditating, that they go help someone else clean out their cluttered apartment. It might mean that when someone needs to rest, they also contribute funds or resources toward efforts to help others get clean drinking water, for example. They aren't really grand gestures, but real sustainable growth is experienced in small incremental moments. I promise you that the people who were here this morning as our pastoral care team have their own growing to do as individuals, and yet they're going to do that at the same time 
as they care for their community. It happens simultaneously. It's hard work. And we can do it together. As the body of Christ, growth can be practiced in community. We can create a holy safety net that is ever-present and itself is ever-growing. The church, the body of Christ, takes care and seeks justice for the chicks among us. And in this body, we are all at one time or another chicks or gatherers. And also, just like Christ, this body is broken and holy. Just like Christ, this body is a healer, also in need of healing. We are no better than Jesus. We are no better than Jesus' own broken, battered, traumatized, but nonetheless resurrected body. And likewise, mothering can be fun and exciting and beautiful, and it's also brutal. It can quite literally rip your body apart. It can rip your mind apart. Mothering is, this is my body broken for you. And as that broken, holy body, we're called to heal ourselves and heal each other simultaneously. It's not that mothers are special. It's the work of mothering that is so special. That sacrifice and the ability to nurture life is holy work. And we, as a holy collective body, can do it all together. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. We trust you were fed as well as challenged by the content. This audio archive supplements a video library of the entire service. The video, along with music from our internationally recognized gospel choir, is available on firstchurchbrooklyn.org. We provide multi-access worship options both in person and online Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are live in the sanctuary as well as firstchurchbrooklyn.org and the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Visit firstchurchbrooklyn.org for more information on both online and in-person worship. Remember that now, as always, you are loved.